Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You know, those other talk show hosts in the business, most of them, they want to charge you for accessing their websites. Uh, We give you the site for free, so enjoy those features there, including the main feature, which actually allows you to control the content of the website. You submit different things you find online that you think are interesting, think our listeners might enjoy, think we might like. Submit it to the site. It pops up. Others can vote on it, whether they like or dislike it. The most voted up will... uh, (laughs) Sorry, I'm watching Mark mess with his headphones here. He's all tangled up. Uh, You can see it for yourself over at cam.freetalklive.com. If I didn't have such big ears. Uh, So anyway, as I was saying, you can get interactive. You can control the content of the site. See it for yourself, freetalklive.com. Uh, by the way, joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. All right. So, of course, uh, still the, in the news, obviously, yesterday we spent three hours taking your phone calls and talking about various different aspects of this uh, Osama bin Laden situation. Many of, uh, I think a lot of our discussion you're probably not going to hear on the rest of talk radio. Uh, not that I've listened to much of the rest of talk radio. Mark, have you caught any? I know that sometimes you listen, like, professionally. Like, you'll listen to talk radio to hear what their commercials are, for instance. I was listening to uh, Rush Limbaugh today and he was uh, talking about how George Bush, uh, you know, it was because of George Bush that they were able to catch Osama bin Laden. (laughs) Turning it into a partisan issue. Yeah, always. Right. So, Meg, you're fresh on the show tonight. Do you want to just, do you have, do you want to vent? Is there something that you would like to say Uh, about this? I was annoyed by the story within the first 20 minutes of it breaking. (laughs) I just... What was annoying about it? I, I don't know. I feel like... They probably just froze the guy in carbonite many years ago and broke him out because it's, you know, nearing an election cycle. Carbonite, is that out of Star Wars? Yes, I'm a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they did to Luke Skywalker, right? You know, I tend to want to believe that uh, we're being told the truth here. It's just that the level of incompetence well, is so remarkably it, high. You know it's wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, when I heard that buried at sea thing, I nearly spit the gum out of my mouth. I, yeah. I couldn't believe that they were so stupid <laughs> as to do that. Did they really? Even- did they give him an autopsy or anything like that? The, the claim Unknown. is that they've uh, taken some DNA and that they've got some photographs, but you know they're not sure if it's appropriate to let them out. And they gave him a good Muslim burial at sea, which apparently, according to Muslims, doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have seas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, certainly there are some Muslim seafarers in the world, and they must have been buried at sea, but I don't know. All's very strange. Yeah, I, I don't remember the last time I remember, you know, burial at sea in, what, Afghanistan or yeah. wherever they said he was. And Yeah. I don't all know. Right. It's all ridiculous. So last night, um, mm. I don't want to recap everything that we talked about last night, but Needless to say, I was immediately skeptical about the the claims from the government because I don't believe, try not to believe anything that they say. And we at one point had a discussion, you and I, Mark, about whether or not this was murder. And I asked you the question that if somebody is killed when they're not fighting you, Mm -hmm. is that murder? And you said yes. Turns out now the story has changed. 
the story about what actually went down on the inside of this house in uh, Pakistan. Story has changed, according to both uh, Politico.com and uh, RT Russia Today. Bin Laden killed unarmed, according to RT. At a press briefing on Tuesday afternoon, that's today, the White House disclosed that al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden was not armed when U.S. troops opened fire on him. That's an assassination, then. At his... uh, that's another way of saying murder. Yeah. Right. Okay. At his Abadabad compound Abadabadabba. on Sunday, Abadabadad. White House Press Secretary Jay Carney acknowledged at the briefing that bin Laden was killed with two shots, one to the head and one to the chest. My God, that's a mob hit. Yeah. I mean, that's a double tap and a mob hit. I've yeah. seen Sopranos. Actually, I've never seen Sopranos, so I don't know if they do it that way in Sopranos, seen but a that's a mob hit. commercial, so yeah. good enough. Only a day after the White House counterterrorism advisor John Brennan told the media that troops would have taken bin Laden alive if possible. So 24 hours later or so, 36 hours later, you've got a completely different story coming out of the White House. Now, how could you get a big detail like that wrong? How could you do that? I mean, if it was your troops, it were you're right. If it was your troops that went in and performed this operation then you've got people who were alive that saw this happen. How is it that you miss that one? How do you make that kind of a mistake? And that's not the only detail that's changed, by the way. United States government, I really want to believe this story. I want to believe that I was told the truth that Osama bin Laden was killed a couple of days ago. Why, Mark? You should have, no, you should have learned better by now. I just I, well, I'm not a conspiracy. I don't want to be not a conspiracy th- not from a theorist. Conspiracy theory side of things. There's no. I don't have a conspiracy theory to replace here. I'm just pointing out that they're not telling the truth, right? I don't have a theory either. I. I, I yeah. Well, you have. I to don't have a know theory. when Bin Laden died or if he's dead. So I'm not going you, to speculate. You do on have that. a theory if you do not believe he was killed um, on the, the two days ago. No, you don't. You can just believe that there's some other truth. That but the that's truth a theory. is something that, that, else. That, 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 the theory that is have, is that it didn't happen. I don't <laughs> think that's true. I think to have a theory, you actually have to ha- posit something affirmative. You have to posit something that is, you know, that you believe to be true. I'm just saying, I believe them. To be telling lies. Can you just say, I don't really care? I think everybody's <laughs> in consensus that he's dead now, so can't we Maybe. just call it quits? Well, yeah, I, I don't care when he died or if, I don't know even if he is dead. I'm not going to jump on, I'm not even going to jump on board that bandwagon. I should have been out drinking alcohol with the bloodthirsty mendicants that were partying out in front of the, uh, <laughs> the White House. I mean, at least I would have had something to show for it with a hangover. So here's a little bit more from the story over at Russia Today. And uh, if we had, so they told reporters on May 2nd yesterday, quote, if we had the opportunity to take bin Laden alive, if he didn't present any threat, the individuals involved were able and prepared to do that. Apparently they didn't bother. At Brennan's conference, the spokesman said that the concern was that bin Laden would oppose any type of capture operation. Indeed, he did. It was a firefight. He therefore was killed in that firefight. And that's when the remains were removed. A day later, Carney says a highly volatile firefight erupted and that an unarmed Osama resisted. Carney said that resistance does not require a firearm. I've had friends that have been charged with resisting the police. In fact, I'm charged with resisting the police right now uh, for not going along with my kidnapping when they tried to arrest me and take me and put me in a cage. They called that resisting. But thank goodness Keen police didn't draw down on me and bla- you know, bust a cap in my head as a result of and, me. And chest. Right. As a result of me resisting them. It sounds to me, I, I, I don't know. Here's the theory, right? Um, 
a shot, one shot in the head, one shot in the chest. I mean, that sounds like an execution. Yes, it does. Yeah. It sounds like they had the guy and then followed through with the kill order and popped him once in the head and once in the chest. Now the press is, well, you know, it makes more sense for them to kill somebody like Osama bin Laden because he might actually. He knows where some bodies are buried. Well, he might actually say something. You know, he might, right, he might have some kind of dirt. He might have some kind of information on the U.S. government. He I mean, may have something intelligent he got to rece- say. Received uh, assets from the CIA and things like that. I mean, right. who knows what this guy knows? I mean, if you've listened to some of the things he said in the videos and audio releases that he's put out over the years, the, yeah, okay, he's violent. He's dangerous, no doubt. However, he's not without reason. The man is not without reason. He, not he's to say that he has a, good reasons, just to say that he can use reason. Right. He's, yeah. he's coming from a place that I understand. I don't agree with what he's chosen to do, if indeed he's done the violent things he's been accused of. I don't agree he with to what... Admit with uh, admit to masterminding the, the 9-11 thing. Didn't he on video? Was it him? I don't know. <laughs> See, if that's you... why I'm at the point where I'm just like, I don't care. Just people agree right. that he's dead now. So I'm, I'm not going to jump to the conclusion <laughs> that that was even legitimate or that was even true, Mark. So if you've actually got the real McCoy, the real Obama, or, uh, Osama actually in your custody and he's able to do interviews uh, with, the, with the press, then that could be really bad. So from their perspective, if they really did find Osama bin Laden, it makes sense for them to put bullets in him as horrific People have is. called into this show and suggested that they don't want to find him for just that reason. For the reason that he might speak? Yeah. Now the press is questioning what threat a weaponless, sickly 54-year-old man posed to a team of elite, heavily armed Navy SEALs. Carney, the White House spokesbureaucrat, disclosed that two al-Qaeda couriers were killed on the first floor of the building, where troops later located bin Laden. The White House has also backtracked on their statement earlier this week that a woman was used as a human shield. We'll give you a little more details. Well, they did just kill her. 800-259-9231. Oh, maybe they raped her first, Mark. Sometimes the troops like to do that stuff. Come more on. coming up. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. 800-259-9231. The Ruger LC9. Compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP. Features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high visibility three dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at Ruger.com slash LC9. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. You can enjoy the website and the features there completely free. We've got archives going all the way back to 2006, all free for you right there at the top of the page. You can see the last week's worth and then click into the archive section to go way back. All of it free at freetalklive.com. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me, Mark Edge? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event's what you want to make of it. There'll certainly be some speeches and a debate, but the boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and a whole bunch more to do. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November, but 
the sooner you get your room, the better chance you have of getting one. Uh, but you know, we can't really guarantee anything at this point. The the ship has been in and out of yellow status a couple of times, so uh, getting your room now would secure your opportunity to go. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. All right. So eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. And I was mistaken. It was not Luke Skywalker who was Han Solo entombed in the carbonite. <laughs> and you missed that. Man. I you know. That. You're the one with the rebel. Uh, faction tattoo on the back alliance. of your neck. Rebel, Rebel Alliance. Yeah. I was hoping to uh, start a band of anti-empire nerds, but they... <laughs> Uh, too many liberals on the West Coast. 1-800-259-9231. So we're talking about some of the changes that have been made in the, the official story about what happened uh, allegedly with... It's with basically Osama bin completely different. Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> they have really, really made some significant changes in what they said. The, the original story made it sound like these troops had busted into this house and Osama went for the you know, went for an AK-47 and was blasting and they took him out, heroically took him out. And he grabbed a woman used as a human shield during the process. She unfortunately was shot and killed. Turns out that, A, he didn't have. Now, this is the official White House story now has changed in 20. 436 hours. Turns out that no, he in point of fact did not have a weapon. He was uh, essentially shot in the chest and the head. Basically, sounds like an execution. Mm-hmm. And it's an assassination, from what I can tell. And according to the uh, according to RT.com, Russia Today, the White House has also backtracked on the statement regarding the woman used as a human shield. Today, the spokes bureaucrat backtracked earlier statements that said that a woman, Bin Laden's wife, quote, rushed the U.S. assaulter and was shot in the leg, but not killed. He was Bin Laden was then shot and killed. He was not armed, according to Carney. When asked how Bin Laden resisted his capture, because the claim was, well, just because he was resisting doesn't mean that he had a weapon. Uh, the when he was asked how he was resisting despite being unarmed, Carney only referred the media to the Pentagon. So that's all that they're saying at this time. Still, as of yet, no official releases on as far as photos are concerned or any video or any any kind of actual physical, tangible evidence of uh, the claims that the government has made regarding Osama bin Laden. And there's just your your thoughts are certainly still welcome on this. We do have other things to talk about here tonight, including uh, an outrageous situation about some guys reading the Bible at the DMV out in California. But it's kind of interesting watching people – you talked about the drunken uh, revelers out in front of the, the, the White House a couple nights ago. And it's, it's kind of interesting watching these people cheer on the United States, cheer on murder, essentially, cheer on Well, uh, at, that time, at that time, they didn't know that it was, uh, in fact, no, but an assassination. They believed, but they believed what they were told. And this is a government that people know tells lies. And either way – you they're talking about how free. They're and talking about how free we are. Yay for freedom! They were also celebrating freedom ostensibly, but yet you've got a situation in this country where people are being put in handcuffs and taken to jail because they're reading the Bible out in front of the DMV in California. Yeah, and I have to say that whether this was you know a straight assassination or anything like that, I think that those people would probably still be cheering because. Yep. He's They're been bloodthirsty. Made, yeah, he's been made yeah, into that's... such a big villain. Like it's America versus 
this guy. It, that's all it was, was America versus the guy. And so now that the guy's dead, they're celebrating right. that their enemy is gone. A but, guy who has not been tried in any yeah. kind of court situation and have been found guilty, he was just he was just executed because it's more convenient for them to do it that way. It reminded me of uh, one of those uh, sort of uh, Roman tributes where the uh, the general comes back with a with a, the leaves over his head, the, the servant whispering in, into his ear that he's only a man while they parade the bodies dead and alive of his victim. Uh, vic- you know the people over whom he was victorious uh, in in a parade, and then give all the poor people some stuff to make them happy. Your thoughts eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. In addition to that news, there's also news from uh, Al Jazeera. Now it's it's always interesting to look at the international news coverage of a story like this to see what kind of uh, spin they put on sure. things, because you usually find very very pro uh, military, very pro government spin here in this country from the mainstream media, the ABC News, the Fox, all those guys, MSNBC. But over in uh, over with RT and with Al Jazeera, you really get a, a perspective that I think is very useful. And Al Jazeera is reporting here from uh, from Pakistan, where one of their reporters actually went to the neighborhood of uh, where Osama bin Laden was allegedly killed to talk to one of the neighbors, somebody that lives very nearby, and they had this interview. Right now, so MTIZ, people there had a bit of time to digest all this, uh, the fact that they had the world's most wanted man living right under their noses. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the the reaction to the news that Osama bin Laden uh, was captured and killed here right on the doorstep of this neighborhood uh, has been mixed. Uh, reactions ranging from confused to bewildered. Uh, some people even finding it amusing that uh, America's most wanted fugitive, the man behind the September 11th attacks in the United States, uh, was here in their town of Abbottabad. Now, I'm actually here with an eyewitness by the name of Jahangir Khan. Jahangir if you just stand right here for me. Jahangir, uh, in the early hours of the morning, you heard some explosions. Tell me what you saw. Actually, uh, I was uh, almost awake, actually, 1 o'clock. I was talking to my friend on UK on, online and Skype, and I hear the helicopter was moving. And I was talking to my wife, what's, what's happening? And we were a little bit scary. We came out, and I have seen the helicopter. I went to uh, top of my roof, and because it was totally dark, there was no lights, but I have seen them. It was, uh, I think it was Apache helicopter. Uh, so they was moving around 12 o'clock. Then they start firing a few minutes. Then they came again, few minutes firing. Then around 1 o'clock, we went inside. We thought, I don't know what's happening. Then by 1 o'clock, we went inside. And then 1.15, we hear the explorer, like big noise. Then we scared and we came out uh, from, we jumped outside from the house and we saw all the people was going up to the, then we went up. Then I hear the people was crying there somewhere like, then we run there because my cousin is living there, right? It's five minutes walk if I run from my house to there. Then we run there, me and my brother and few other people, we run there, but when we went there, there was all fire going on, it was nothing. And uh, then army, came over the they took over we were there until four o'clock okay so you woke up in the morning and then you heard the news it was an assault carried out by the united states in which they captured and killed osama bin laden what did you when think I when came you heard back the news at four o'clock from there to my house i opened the news and this is uh, about osama bin laden i was shocked and to be honest i'm living here all my life and you know that if somebody new comes in your street in your area you always know like somebody is 
you, you can feel them, you can see the movement. I, I haven't seen anything like that. I can't. This, there's a little bit more to what this guy has to say. He's basically saying this is one of the neighbors. He had no indication whatsoever that this international criminal was living on his block and was surprised to, uh, to hear this news. More coming up at 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Lil Drums. Every bit as fun as a full-size Nestle drumstick cone and definitely cuter. Visit us at drumstick.com. Vacations are all about family time, but you don't have to leave home to have fun. Take one weekend a month and devote it to family activities. Pull out the board games and puzzles, serve up some treats, or have a picnic. Even without leaving home, you'll feel like you've really had some time away. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those. freetalklive.com features including the wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you, wiki.freetalklive.com. Head on over there and you can interact and edit virtually anything you see, wiki.freetalklive.com. If you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of accounts receivable, SACL CAI is the company that, uh, that can handle that for you. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. They know that the way that they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful. They record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top on the right-hand side of the page. Sickle, C-A-I. All right, toll-free number 1-800-259-9231. Playing some audio from Al Jazeera English where they're interviewing a neighbor of uh, Osama bin Laden's or somebody who was allegedly, uh, I guess, somebody who was in the neighborhood in which they allegedly killed Osama bin Laden. And this guy, after telling his story about what he experienced, I mean, clearly something was happening. Apache helicopters flying through the air, gunfire, explosions, uh, you know, in the in the early morning hours. Clearly something went down. And then when Al Jazeera asked him about how he felt when he heard that it was Osama bin Laden, who was ostensibly uh, killed, this is what he had to say. This is uh, about Osama bin Laden. I was shocked. And to be honest, I'm living here all my life. And you know that if somebody new comes in your street, in your area, you always know. Like somebody is, you, you can feel them, you can see the movement. I, I haven't seen anything like that. I can't believe that. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people in your neighborhood have said that they were suspicious about this house. Was there anything about this house that you found suspicious, that you found strange? Uh, to be it? honest, I always go in the evening, walk from my house to the same house where uh, they said the Osama bin Laden. The, the next house is my other house, which I rented to my cousin friend. And I, every day in the evening, we went there by walk with my wife for the just walking. I never seen anything like that, and that's why I can't believe that. And to be honest... It's not true. Osama, maybe some other people, but Osama is not a, you know, the bird who came, fly, went to the inside because this is restricted area. When we okay. came out from outside to come here to always army will say, hey, where's your ID card? So it's not belief. Let's make sure you're clear on what he just said there. His English is pretty good. Um, he did make it clear that this area in which he lives is restricted. Now, for a lot of people that live in the United States, we're not used to this yet. 
Give them time before they start uh, setting up more checkpoints. Don't give them time. Uh, and then they, uh, they, you'll likely get used to this because that's what they want from you. But anyway, as an aside, so he was, uh, you know, he's pointing out here that they live in a restricted zone. I mean, if, if Osama bin Laden was there, number one, he owns a house. What sounded like what he said was next door, basically. That's what it sounded like he to me. He and his wife walk down there on a, on a daily basis. He's renting it out to uh, friends and family. And he never saw anything suspicious, never noticed anything unusual. And the claim is that Osama bin Laden had been living there for six years, according to the news reports. So for this guy, who is a neighbor, to be able to say that he's shocked by this and he doesn't believe it, I think has some level of, uh, of credibility. I think it has some level of credibility. I'm not going to just say that the dismiss what the guy says, but you also have to understand this is an extraordinary such extraordinary situation. You're talking about the most wanted man on the planet who's slipping through military checkpoints in order to get to this house in which Pakistani military checkpoints. Um, I mean, you know, I don't know what it takes to get through these things. I I, I can I can get uh, the, the TSA. You could can get can get guns and bombs through its own uh, metal detectors at the airport. Uh, you know, it's all he had to do was ride in in a in a trunk at one point, and he's in. At that point, he never leaves the house. It has blacked out windows or something, reflective windows, and a fifteen foot tall wall. I mean, this guy may this guy may very well be the uh, the the, the blabbermouth of the neighborhood, but he can't see through fifteen foot walls and blacked out windows. If People. Osama bin Laden was smart, he stayed in his house and he didn't come out. It beats a cra- it beats a cave. But Osama is not a you know the bird who came flying went to the inside because this is restricted area. When we okay. came out from outside to come here to always army will say oh, where's your ID card? Yeah. So it's not belief. Unbelievable. Right. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well, uh, an interesting reaction. That was Jung Yakan, a local <laughs> resident reaction. here. So there you go. That's uh, the perspective there from Al Jazeera English, also Russia Today, reporting that the White House has made some major changes to the official story. The big revelations being that Osama bin Laden was, in point of fact, not armed, and he did not, nor anyone, did anyone hold a woman hostage as a human shield. I think that's a very big deal. The idea that we're sending in SEAL teams to do assassinations and then having big parties and everybody's high-fiving each other over it. I mean, I think everybody understood that SEAL teams are doing assassinations around the world, but, you know, that's not the kind of thing that you go, woo, yeah, you get excited about. It's, how do you play this off with a modicum of any sort of humanity, I mean, without complete humility, and yet he's standing there during the first speech just like, Hey, we're so great, you know? Look yep. at what we did. We're awesome. It's sick. It's so twisted to revel in violence like this. And last night, we were really making it clear. We had a conversation between you and I, Mark, that this was uh, this was a killing. It wasn't necessarily a murder. It could have been murder. And now we know tonight that it is absolutely murder. Yeah, and if you shoot an unarmed man, I'm sorry, it's an it's an assassination, which is, you know, defined as murder. Well, I unless mean, he's like the $6 million man and can, you know, punch through you. But I doubt if, you know, this guy could do that. So according to this story here, I guess uh, Real Clear Politics reporting that a former CIA or CIA, excuse me, the CIA director says that the authorities we have on bin Laden are to kill him. And that was made clear. I'm not the sure orders? why. Yeah, I'm not sure why he says the authorities. It would sound, sound like sounds like he should be saying the authorizations. Orders. Um, yeah. And it says authorities here. OK. 
He says, but it was also as part of their rules of engagement, if he suddenly put up his hands and offered to be captured, then they would have the opportunity, obviously, to capture him. But that opportunity never developed, according to the CIA's head. So either way, you've got the White House spokesman saying now that he did not have a weapon, was unarmed at the time, claiming he was resisting and that at some point, two bullets were put into him, one into his chest, one into his head. I find it very strange that the uh, White House would own up to this. What was, the, what was the purpose of owning up to this? You'd think that this Maybe is the one of, of the SEALs is going to talk. I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of uh, alternative way to verify this information. I don't know. Strange. 1-800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. Let's go to the phone calls. Uh, take control of the airwaves. Ty is on the line in Tennessee on the amp lines. Hello, Ty. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a Navy veteran, you know, and that the ship that this alleged burial at sea took place on was a ship I was stationed on. Matter of fact, I was on board that ship uh, on 9/11. We were deployed off of Pakistan, so we bombed the Taliban off of my ship. And the whole story is just fishy. I I have a hard time believing any of this is true. Okay, is that all you but wanted anyway, to share? That is really what I wanted to talk about. Uh, I wanted to talk about what you guys talked about last night. I was listening to a podcast today. I think you guys really hit the nail on the head on the main distinction between, you know, principled lovers of liberty and U.S. statists that may consider themselves on the libertarian side. Mm-hmm. And that's the myth of legitimacy of the U.S. government. Because once I realized that the U.S. government is not me, that I, when I stopped self identifying with the U.S. government, that's when I was able to finally clearly see the evil of U.S. government policy, both foreign and domestic. You know, it's very common for us to use that collectivist plural pronoun of we, you know, that we do this and we do that. I've been having discussions with some of my relatives and friends on Facebook, and it's always, you know, well, we're doing this in mm-hmm. Libya and we're doing that. If the usage of that we. term, that collectivist term, we is rampant in American culture. Sure. and It's we, very hard to break. Well, right. It is very hard because we have been, uh, if we went to the government schools... Uh, any school. And in any schools, have been uh, indoctrinated, inculcated with this effective, very effectively throughout uh, government schools, throughout mainstream media, throughout Hollywood. It's just all over the place in the culture. And if, Ty, if you got a little more on this, we're certainly well, you're certainly welcome to stick with us here and finish your thoughts. At 800-259-9231, we will return in moments. It's Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you'd like at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231, and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. Uh, And if you want to help support this program, you can do so. Shop with us over at shop.freetalklive.com. You enter Amazon through our links that we have there. 
one's for the United States, another for the UK, etc. You click into the appropriate link for your country, and then you can order whatever it is that you need. They've got a whole bunch of stuff. It's Amazon. You know them. Great uh, super saver shipping deals, free in a lot of cases. You can also buy used products through Amazon. Just start your shopping through shop.freetalklive.com, and a portion of the sale will go to Free Talk Live. As we continue, we have Ty on the line in Tennessee. Ty, talking about how when you finally broke away from the idea that you are part of the government, that we are the government, and away from the, the method of speaking as though you are part of this collective uh, this government collective that you are somehow responsible for the actions of violence that they take against peaceful people. That was a real big turning point for you. Oh, yeah, certainly. But, uh, you know, it's something that, that really clicked last night when you guys were talking about legitimacy. You know, let, let me kind of go down the path a little bit further here. You know, Lincoln's famous uh, second inaugural address brought into the American mythos this idea of government of the people, for the people, and by the people. In other words, we, putting air quotes, are the government. Now, if you take that to its logical conclusion, it leads to some real tragic cognitive dissonance. Because if that's true, then each and every U.S. citizen is responsible for each and every U.S. government action. And if that's the case... In a time of war, if somebody declares war on us, then there are no such, there are no such things as civilian targets. And 9-11, then, the World Trade Center would have been a military target. Interesting. Yeah, it's um, it, it's interesting. I, I mean, obviously, I don't believe those innocent people that were killed on nine eleven were people that were of you know that, that they were part of the government. But I can totally but people see, say that. They but say I, right, we're the government, yeah. right? And, and that's and you might think if you're half half a world away where communication isn't as good that people might very well believe. That crap that, in fact, the United States government is a government of its people, by its people, and for its people. And so, therefore, every target is, in fact, a military target and a target where, I mean, they're attacking members of the government. Wow, it, excellent point. It, and, and, and this is, this is, I, I totally, it, I think it's a wrong-headed approach, but I can see why some people might be dancing right, in the streets. But do you know why it's wrong, Mark? Do you see why it's wrong? Do I you see have what? to attack the premise. The premise, the premise is, is wrong. The legitimacy, yep. the legitimacy of the U.S. government as being the personal representative of each and every citizen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how could it possibly be? Once, and once people get over that legitimacy myth, then they're free, their mind is free to finally see the evil of U.S. foreign and domestic policy. Excellent. You may or may not see the. You may or may not see the evil of it. I mean, you, once you uh, divorce yourself from that, but it's certainly a place to start. It's obvious that the government isn't a government of me, by me, or for me. It's obvious to us, at least. Yeah, I mean, every time there's any sort of arrest at all here, it always says, you know, the state of New Hampshire versus person. Mm-hmm. Yep. How can I be, you know, both? How can I be You're doing it to sides? yourself, Meg. Yeah. Right. If this was, in fact, a government <laughs> of the people, you'd think that, uh, that that means I have the power to govern myself. And if that were true, I would then be able to retract that power you'd to govern power myself. To say no. Right. I'd yeah. have the power to say to the government, no, thank you. I do not wish to be involved in uh, situation X. And then I'd well, be able to divorce myself from to that. To be more specific, you'd, you do have that power. You do have the power to say no. But you'd have the ability to say it and not be killed or imprisoned as a result of saying no. Right. And you'd have the freedom. 
to say no. Yeah, I think it'd be better if people realized that it's uh, a collective we that is the government, not, you right. know, the individual we. So if you're not within the um, majority, I, then you're not part of it. I, I do believe it's this is they. why it's a pet peeve for me. Because, and I don't have a lot of pet peeves, but I, you know, I really believe that changing the way we speak... And to eliminate that collective we, that, identif- mm-hmm. that self-identification with the, the violent monopoly, to eliminate that mode of speech is incredibly – I think it's incredibly powerful. It's, it's, it's subtly – it's very subtle in the way of uh, how it powerful the, it is. It gets to the root, and the root is that legitimacy issue. It gets to the root, the legitimacy of the, of the U.S. government, bringing that into question. Because if, if the liberty movement really hit strikes that root – that's that's where the change will occur when because I, I know you know that's where it happened with me anyway. Great thoughts tonight, Ty. Occurred. I appreciate hearing from you. Appreciate the uh, the ins, ins, I guess the insight there. You know, for me, I that, that wasn't the place where sort of the ideas of liberty uh, took hold. For me, it was addressing each and every issue one at a time and saying, do we need a monolithic, uh, monopolistic government to run? This and whether it was the FAA, I remember I had some hangups on the FAA. You know, we somebody needs to, to somebody needs to give licenses to pilots. They'll crash planes into people's houses, um, or whether it was a, a situation of a violent crime, the court system, roads. Lots of people have different hangups on different issues. I'm certainly willing to get more freedom on every issue every time. I also believe that uh, that we need to take measured and logical steps towards liberty that the idea you just you know you can't just have liberty tomorrow and and that things will be fine i think that uh, there'll be such a backlash that people will want uh, a tyranny again the day after so this kind of leads me into an email as i'm glad ty called on this because i've uh, been sitting on this email here for uh, for a few weeks uh, from steve and he writes in about the topic of pantheism And he says that I heard you talk about pantheism recently. I am also a pantheist and a libertarian, and I've been working explaining how this is completely consistent. Here is what I've written. After reading portions of Alan Watts' book, The Book, I I tend to agree with the universal view that God is everything. That is pantheism. I am God. You are God. Gandhi was God. Hitler was God. Ted Bundy was God. My sons are gods. My dog Bubby is God, etc. Separateness is an illusion. And we are all one. So doesn't this philosophy slash universal view contradict libertarianism and lend credibility to statism or socialism? As a voluntarist, doesn't it make me a hypocrite? And this was a question that I faced as well when I was coming to this particular uh, religious viewpoint. I looked at it and I solved it relatively quickly for myself. So here's what Steve has to say as to why he believes this is not hypocritical. He says, as long as most of us believe that we are separate egos in a bag of skin, each of us will work toward our own self-interest. Regardless of the big picture, we're wired that way. Even if we are enlightened we and understand that we are all one, we each have an independent role to play in the larger whole. The individual is but a part of a massive living organism. Statism is the few elites attempting to control this universal organism by force. Right. I mean, like, you know, certainly the cells in the body, they they uh, follow the rules that the brain sends down, uh, the orders that the brain sends down. But the government isn't the brain. 
I mean, just take a look at how inefficient it is. Well, wait a minute. You could say that the cells in your body are following the rules of their uh, evolution, not the, the brain. Right. But they, right. They're, 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 fo- they're following the, the rules that have been set out for them, and that's basically what they do. And that's what human nature is. Humans following their own nature, going about their lives. The government is something – is a cancer that is trying to subvert the nature of we um, who are all one. I mean, I really do believe that humans are a gregarious species. They need each other. They don't need everybody all at once. I'll give you that. But they do need people do need people. And that it's a very rare individual that would be able to you know, keep his sanity and be truly independent of others. But well, plus he would not continue. Right. There's this thing about humans, though, that they want to control other humans. And that's all government is. Government is a large manifestation of people's desire to control other people's behavior. Monolithic government, I want to make that clear. I mean, people do need governing, but they they have self-governing, and they should be able to choose in what ways they wish to be governed and uh, reap the benefits in that way. All I'm proposing is competition, um, uh, you know, no monopoly in the area of government, competition in that area. And I don't think that that's something that's going to come up overnight. I do think we need more freedom to apply more competition in each individual area steve continues he says statism is the few elites attempting to control this universal organism by force it's the idea that this elite is good and everything else is bad and must be managed and fixed it's the ultimate in arrogance and hypocrisy it is the belief that what is natural organic and self-organizing must be forcibly fixed by the state each of our consciousnesses functions independently the whole requires that Consciously working in our own self-interest without violence is what creates the greater good for all. It works every time it's tried. Consciously working for the greater good of all with violence, using history as an example, has disastrous results. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, what he's got to say. He's got a few more thoughts. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. More pantheism on the way. Plus, the man, two men arrested for reading the Bible in front of the DMV. We'll give you the details on that. It's Free Talk Live. Hunting, shooting, camping, apparel, auto ATV, tactical gear, survival equipment. OutdoorBunker.com is your one-stop discount shop for all your outdoor survival needs. From scopes, holsters, and knives to backpacks, flashlights, sleeping bags, and more, OutdoorBunker.com features a massive selection at incredible prices. Orders over $100 get free shipping. FTL listeners, get the UTG Deluxe Universal Horizontal Shoulder Holster for only $9.95. I've got mine. Get yours at OutdoorBunker.com slash FTL now. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want as we launch here into the second hour of the program. Dial in toll free. Take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. Now, Meg, uh, you found out something interesting right before we came yeah. back uh, here into the second hour. Can you share that with our listeners? I thought that was amusing. Yeah, uh, somebody posted on a Facebook thing uh, that an anagram for Osama bin Laden is Lobdaman in C. <laughs> <laughs> now, an anagram, for those who are, are not aware, that's where you rearrange the letters in a word to yeah. form a different word. Yeah. Or in this case, a, a series of words. So that's fun stuff. It's a cute one. All right. 800-259-9231. We're talking about, well, last hour we had Ty call in and he brought up the idea that uh, 
government is legitimized in a lot of people's minds with this story that they're told. It's repeated endlessly that we are the government. If you don't like what they do, you can just vote to change things because you're the government. You're in control. You can run for office. You can have you can have as much control over the government as you want because you are the government. Uh, you just have to get a bunch of people to agree with you. And there's this big story that's told, and we have done this, and we have killed Osama bin Laden, and we are in Afghanistan, and we are occupying uh, 700 military bases in over 130 countries, or you say now almost 1,000 uh, military bases. So, so, yeah, that's, that's what I've seen. A bunch. And Way that we <laughs> are doing this, and we are the government, etc. And it's constantly, and even those of us on this program who know better will still catch ourselves saying we in these circumstances. Mark, I heard you do it at least once tonight, a couple times last night, but you've been catching yourself, which is great. You've been you've said it, but then you'll stop and you'll kind of backtrack a moment, and you'll and you'll say the I don't government. Want anything to do with this botched up mess. I mean, I just don't want my name attached to this mess that is this uh, Osama bin Laden assassination, which we've uh, you know, apparently the state department, excuse me, the uh, White House is admitting to at this point. So Steve uh, writes in here talking about his viewpoint about pantheism, and I am a fan of that particular viewpoint. Uh, I like it. He points out that essentially it means that everything is God, that uh, as he says, I am God and you are God and his dog is God and Hitler was God and Gandhi was God and etc. And uh, that is a viewpoint that I subscribe to. But he points out, and this is something that I had to consider as well when I was considering this viewpoint, is well, when I was going through the Libertarian Party and all that and kind of getting involved in the ideas of liberty. I'm no longer involved with the Libertarian Party for good reason. But uh, when I was getting involved into the ideas of liberty, this is you're an individual. You are you and you own you. And it's a very individualistic movement. And then to come across these the ideas that everything is one uh, can be a little, I don't know, it seems a little contradictory at mm-hmm. the same time. It really it's is. It's a very individualist movement as far as yeah. – the ideas of liberty, but the ideas that I have from a spiritual level are, you know, they're very unified. Um, and I, I, I think that the, the 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 presupposition that is the faulty presupposition here is that we're all one, so we should obey what other people tell us to do is wrong. I think that uh, the the message that we get from, you know, whatever spiritual guidance we get, whether it's the, the universe or God or Jesus or whatever you get, it comes from the inside. It doesn't come from the outside. There yeah, that's where your guidance system yeah. is. Yeah. If, if what is coming to you from the outside is contrary to what you're getting from the inside, that it could just as likely be something faulty from someone else's uh, flesh as opposed from their spirit. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's also good to uh, just keep in the old science recollect of for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. And that happens, you know, in regular life, too. And so we are all connected because everything we do will have a reaction. There's that, but then also kind of like at a molecular or quantum level or oh, whatever, yeah. science is really starting to show some interesting things. At least my con- understanding of yeah. what, like, what I believe I the science is. I could just get lost in days on string theory stuff. Yeah. For, it's insane, and it makes so much sense, but it, it's so it's still... I don't know, unattainable by the human mind. So one of the difficult parts of looking at this idea that we're all one, this pantheistic uh, belief, and of course, Dale would point out that uh, panentheism is not just the belief that we're all God, but also that everything else is God, too. Everything that you know is non-existent, all that is metaphysical is God. And I think that, I think that kind of, that definition exists within pantheism, but 
if you want to call it panentheism, whatever, we're splitting hairs at that point. But the one of the issues that presented itself to me was that, well, if we're all one, then are we really responsible for the things that others do? I mean, the Hitler example, if Hitler was God, does that make all of us responsible for Hitler? And I think the answer there is no. Clearly, we know that we're individuals. That is the part of the, you know, the grand illusion that uh, that we're all playing in here and that we get the choice. We get the ability to make choices and we decide things for ourselves. It doesn't mean that we're responsible individually for what the Jeffrey Dahmers of the world uh, choose to do. And that was something that I kind of had to uh, to overcome. But Steve continues as to his viewpoint on uh, pantheism and the apparent contradiction or dichotomy between the idea that we are an individual, yet we're also all connected. But I think that there's there are lessons to be had here, not just in from pantheism, but from all kinds of religions. Um, you know, Christianity, many people will use, I think it's Romans 8, I'm, you know, certainly you shouldn't take your Bible quotations from me, uh, but the one that says that uh, your leadership comes, the God institutes governments to be over you and that kind of, and it's basically the same kind of idea that somehow the spiritual vortex, God, whether, you know, whatever it is, God uh, puts other humans over you and you should listen to them because they're God's instruments. That's essentially... Of course, a human's going to say that, right? Right. (laughs) Obviously, (laughs) a human's going to say that and they're going to quote that. But, I mean, you really have to ask yourself, is everybody in the government then over you? Is that, do you have to to obey the the janitors i've got has god placed them over you too um did if god places people in power then didn't he place stalin mao mm-hmm. pol pot hitler mussolini i mean you you pick your religious leader if you can pop one of them out of the equation you could say god didn't place that person in the equation then you've got a faulty equation so, and and also you know also if you believe that God did put Hitler, Mao, Pol Pot, Stalin, these guys in power, then you maybe your picture of God's look. messed up. Yeah, you got a bad God there. So in order for the universe society to function according to Steve and for us to grow and I believe eventually reach the ultimate truth, we have to trust that all the parts of God, that is the universe, are perfect. It is the use of violence and force which distorts the body of God, the universe, and society and keeps us away from the ultimate truth and the greater good. Libertarianism or voluntarism is the ultimate leap of faith. It's the belief that we can be trusted and that we don't need to be fixed by the moral elite. It's the belief that the whole will be better and healthier when the parts are free to act independently in the absence of fear, coercion, and violence. Status do not believe in the whole. They believe in themselves. Statism is the complete denial of trust and faith in the whole while being sold as the embodiment of compassion. Statism is the ultimate lie. I have to agree. Yeah. I thought it was great stuff. So wanted to uh, thank Steve for sending that in. Your thoughts are welcome at 800-259-9231. Whether you want to talk about uh, whatever your religious standpoint is on the ideas of uh, pantheism, I, I think that for me it was a really... For me, it was a really important step to uh, to take because I used to be very, you know, individual oriented, self focused, and I still am. Obviously, we can't not be self focused. We have to take care of ourselves. In order to take care of others, you have to be. You have to take care of yourself. In order to give money to somebody else, you have to have money to give. In order to give assistance uh, to someone else, you have to have the knowledge and the ability and the skill uh, to apply yourself uh, in in those ways. But to look at things from a larger, much larger perspective beyond just that uh, I am an individual and that is the end of it. I think is I think it's important. 
uh, for people in this movement. Because a lot of people in the liberty movement can easily be kind of pegged into this category of, oh, well, you don't care about anyone else. Whether they really do or not, that's not that's not true. That's not my issue. It's how they speak. It's the terms in which they use, and it usually comes from more the conservative. The people that come from the conservative side, they speak in these terms that they just want to keep all their money. You know that they just want to be right. left alone. And, and I'm not like sure that. that that fits very well into the liberty movement that I'm familiar with, that I've seen in my life. What I do think it uh, fits to is a certain class of people that you know you just kind of hear about and i don't know you know i don't know i i I think that there are people out there that want to use the ideas of liberty and the idea maybe republican ideas just to get what they want Mm -hmm. yeah i'll say it when we come back all right more coming up here 800-259-9231 make a note so you don't forget 800-259-9231 we'll get more from meg and your thoughts as well 800-259-9231 you can take control of the airwaves and also, speaking of religion, a couple of guys were arrested for reading the Bible out in front of the DMV. We'll, we'll explain uh, what happened to them. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Liberty Maniacs is the largest online Liberty brand. Featured the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over 100 different products from around the world. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, Liberty Maniacs is devoted to outfitting the Liberty movement with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to Liberty. Best of all, Liberty Maniacs offers a no-hassle money-back guarantee on all products. LibertyManiacs.com. Wear something worth saying. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those, including our Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo to show that there are indeed listeners of this program. Also, validated videos work as well. It basically proves that they are indeed uh, listeners. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see them. And if you're a lady listener, get details on how to become part of the Shrine. Once again, that's shrine.freetalklive.com. Have you ever been the victim of an injustice and then decided to do nothing about it because attorneys are just too expensive? Jurisdictionary.com is the course for people who don't have attorneys. It arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. Until you know these rules, you're fighting in the dark. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney, and the four-CD course is so easy the average eighth grader can go learn it in a weekend. You can visit Jurisdictionary.com, download their free tools there that they have for you, the free legal flowchart, the free weekly tips and tactics newsletter. Use the free legal dictionary and watch the free videos. Then buy the course, jurisdictionary.com. Remember to use the uh, Free Talk Live pull-down menu when you check out just to let them know you heard it here, jurisdictionary.com. We're talking about uh, pantheism, the idea that we're all one, this kind of universal belief that uh, the universe is God. And Meg, I don't even know if you subscribe to that particular belief system. Um, I but- Yeah, I, I don't really subscribe to any belief system when it comes to that just because it's so hard to prove anything and for me it just has to be like scientific some sort of measurable truth and 
I haven't seen it yet. Not saying it's not true. I'm just saying I haven't seen it yet. I haven't particularly been searching. I think so. there are some scientific things that are pointing to some very interesting facts yeah. about how reality, what reality actually is. Yeah, and that's why perceive. I said I've, I've been really interested in the whole string theory concept and everything that goes around that. But there so. was something you wanted to comment upon regarding this whole topic, I think. Oh, uh, it was just Mark said something about... Um, like people not liking it, the selfish feeling that people get from the liberty community. And I think coming from the from li- some people in the yeah, liberty community. from the liberal point of view, I mean, when you have the buzzwords or catchphrases or whatever from the uh, liberty standpoint, a lot of them can sound very selfish because you're never acknowledging the compassion that comes with these things. And so for a lot of people, when they hear like, hey, leave me alone, don't steal my money, stuff like that, all they think is, oh, these rich people want to keep their money. Mm -hmm. And they don't understand all the compassionate parts that come with it. And so for me, like, that's what I've been really trying to push to people is show them the more compassionate angles of this belief system. I think it's really important. Yeah. Because Uh, so many people don't get it. (laughs) Right. Especially when you're talking to people that might consider themselves as liberal uh, or liberal leaning or whatever, yeah. when you're talking to those folks, you've got to speak in their language. I mean, if you're talking to a conservative, then you've got to speak their language too. Uh, when you're dealing with conservatives, you want to talk in terms of fiscal responsibility and uh, you know low taxes and stuff like that. But with uh, liberals, you absolutely have to couch things in uh, compassionate terms. Yeah, because they think themselves high and mighty because they care about people more. They're so compassionate, they're willing to force their compassion on yes. others. Yes. <laughs> and that's so the... compassionate that they're willing to spend other people's money on their own concerns. Yeah, and because that's... if they didn't, you wouldn't. So these people would die, right? That's the idea. they'd have you believe. I was talking to one once that said, my God, we need the food pyramid because people won't know what to eat. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> we need the food anyway. pyramid? One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You take control. Go to the phones and the fun. Adam, listening in Canada. Adam, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Meg, and Mark. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I wanted to discuss the uh, so-called gateway drug. Okay. Are you familiar with the gateway drug? Which one are you referring to? Sugar. Sugar. Okay. Yes, it comes in those fancy little packages that children are lent uh, to uh, purchase and see on the low shelves where they can reach it. It's actually the uh, probably the where drug abuse and drug use begins in our lives. Uh, it's not marijuana. It's, it, you might even think it might be Ritalin, but no, it's, it's definitely sugar. I think. Hmm. Now, what do you what do Makes you suggest? Okay, yeah. What are you suggesting that it leads toward? Well, it leads towards wasting your money on things you don't need, things that are going to disappear and uh, give you a funny little feeling for a while, make you forget about any problems you had at school or at home, and it's gone before you know it, and that becomes a habit later in life, a pattern that we repeat. I'm not suggesting we put warning labels on it or ban it. If you've seen a Canadian pack of cigarettes, you see some pretty awful images on yeah, yeah, no Are we going to have pictures of diabetic children with amputated limbs on candy? No. <laughs> the real anti-drug is parents, moms, fathers, and anyone to whom a child looks up. You are the anti-drug, and I just want to put it out there that you need to know the truth about drugs to keep kids away from them because if they're no, they know they're not getting the truth, and there's only one way for them to find it. But I don't want to keep my kids away from drugs. Yeah, I don't want to vilify drugs. They're not all bad. That's right, and people have no choice but to vilify drugs because they're afraid of what they don't know, moms and fathers who don't know it for the truth. They can find it at arrowid.org, and if they go to mapinc.org, M-A-P-I-N-C, they can learn a lot about the propaganda. I feel that these two resources combined can help you know when, why, and how you're being lied to, and when, why, and how to use the truth. Excellent suggestion. Thank you, Adam in Canada. Appreciate hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231. I would want my kids, if I had them, and I don't, uh, but I would want them to know that drugs can be useful. 
I would want them to know that drugs can be dangerous. I would want them to know that if they're going to choose to use drugs, whichever drugs they're choosing, and some are better than others in my opinion, uh, that if they're going to use drugs that they need to do them safely because there's a significant risk factor involved in a number of them, especially since we're dealing with a black market where risks are increased as a result of prohibition. And I would want my kids to know all about prohibition and I would want them to, uh, to, I would want them to approach drug use from a responsible viewpoint rather than a thou shalt not uh, perspective because I believe that the thou shalt not perspective simply results in the opposite occurring and when the opposite occurs it tends to occur in an irresponsible manner rather than a responsible manner and if you care about your kids then you would want them to think responsible things regarding drugs i would hope you know i was thinking about this regarding sugar he was talking about that and and you can take the same tact with uh, sugar you know the sort of the thou shalt not tact is going to cause the kid to binge when they mm-hmm. get an opportunity and as jack gets- i used to hide my candy as i was walking down the hallway from my parents try to you know kind of palm it or put it <laughs> under my shirt sometimes they caught me <laughs> were you not supposed to have candy after a certain time of you know night or whatever like mm. there was I, I was just trying to smuggle it basically i see yeah. oh, as I, a fat kid i found ways <laughs> I, I never had any kind of prohibitions on candy at all as a as a child and mm. i'd eat candy now so uh, clearly letting me eat as much candy as i want didn't wasn't helpful i want my son to have the opportunity to say no or yes to foods rather than sort of getting imprinted on bad foods early but as time goes by, you have to get better and better at this. He's got a the next door neighbor um, who you know likes to give kids candy. He's you know just nice older guy, and um, you know th- kids run across candy. The neighbor kids have candy, and and you know he runs across candy, mm-hmm. and he has a sweet tooth. He already you know the, my wife's got this you know organic tapioca pudding or something like that. He wants that every day. Um, when it comes to even tapioca mother, pudding is good. <laughs> mother's milk <laughs> is sweet. Meg says no. You don't like no, ta- it's, tapioca it's, pudding? Oh, what Fish is, eyes can glue. Uh-huh. Oh, there's little jelly ball things. In I like the that? texture of it. I, I think it's interesting. Ew. It's much more interesting than regular pudding. <laughs> it's like that Orbitz drink that had the jelly balls floating in it. <laughs> That's weird. 1-800-259-9231. Uh, you can take control here. I know you had a point or something, Mark, and maybe, maybe we'll get to it. Kids, sugar, how do you keep it away from them? <laughs> yeah, right? 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll free line. Just make sure they don't eat too much and they brush their teeth, right? That's what's the most important about that. You can take control. Uh, bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Arrested for reading the Bible? Coming up. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. Free Talk Live. Bring up anything toll-free. Dial in 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. The features are free. We've got news updates. You get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com. Get on the news updates list. You can follow it via email, Facebook, Twitter. 
news.freetalklive.com. In fact, sent out an update here tonight or to this afternoon about the new listening option for those of you with smartphones. Uh, you can go to m.freetalklive.com, and there's now a link to the new tune-in software that has been released, I think, fairly recently uh, from the website that was formerly known as Radio Time, where we've been listed for a long time as yeah. one of the, the streams that one can listen to. It's a it's a website that kind of tracks all the different radio station streams and radio show streams out there. And Free Talk Live has been up there on their site for a while, but they've rebranded. They got the new domain name TuneIn.com, which I think is, sounds a little better than Radio Time. And so they launched a mobile uh, platform on like every single possible operating system out there. So whether you've got BlackBerry, whether you've got Apple, Android, Windows, Palm, Palm as well. Oh my goodness! Uh, they've got <laughs> dusted dusted off the. Uh... <laughs> the old stuff and put a Palm app out there. Yeah, they've got software uh, that will allow you to listen to the Free Talk live stream. So I, I figured that was pretty cool, so I put it up there on the mobile site. Go to go see it and download if you'd like at m.freetalklive.com. Are you tired of watching the value of the dollar plummet? Are you tired of banks charging you fees? Do you want to take back control of your own money? Then take a look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency, and it's gaining popularity every day. It's free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world, and their value will only grow with time. To learn more, visit weusecoins.org. It's weusecoins.org. All right, 800-259-9231 as we continue here. In fact, I haven't checked the the Bitcoin prices in a little while. I kind of was keeping an eye on it, and their website, unfortunately, is is down right now. The last time I looked, Bitcoins were over $2, two U.S. dollars per Bitcoin. And about a month before that, or a month and a half before that, they were under a dollar. So yeah, they were like sixty-seven cents when I checked a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they've tripled in value in just the last few weeks. I've so. also heard though that uh, PayPal had started shutting down uh, people's accounts there for using Bitcoin for what? illegal purposes. I there guess. has been some uh, documentation of this. Wait a minute, how would PayPal? They're, know if you're using bitcoins. I, it has something to do with switching them out for, uh, you know, using PayPal to switch them out. I don't know. I, somebody's going to huh. have to. I, I was hoping. Yeah, I haven't really. I was hoping somebody it. who understands bitcoins a little better than I would uh, would call in. But I would this. like. Yeah, I would like to know more about this because bitcoins are anonymous. So how is it that PayPal is knowing anything about what you're using your bitcoins yeah, for? I, I I'm not quite sure how it happened, but I know that. It did happen. So. No, it's not about you using what they're using them for. It's that you're using them. So they're using Bitcoin at all, they're sa- they're saying that if you use it's PayPal, competition. So if you, so, the suggestion being that if you're sending somebody PayPal to buy Bitcoins from them, that's what they're disagreeing with. I, I think that the, some of the major ones, uh, people huh. are doing it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's continue here. Maybe if you've got more, you can fill us in. But otherwise, you can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. Uh, let's talk to Nick. Listening in Illinois on the amp lines. Nick, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Meg, and Mark. Hi. Speaking hey, of malum prohibitum, I've got a little story that shows just how bad the state is getting about regulating every little aspect of behavior. Okay, sure. Uh, on a message board I go to to talk about video games, I had one of my posts deleted by a moderator for the reason that I was discussing illegal activity, because in it, I thanked someone for pointing me to a cheat program, which allows me to get more out of my single player games on a particular console. So apparently, cheating in video games is now illegal. Now, I had no intention of using this cheat program in an online game, which is what people are usually concerned about. Mm -hmm. I'm not much of an online player at all, 
But even if I did, why would that be illegal? Since when did video game companies get to write laws? Even if it violates the terms of service, breach of contract is not a crime. Well, it's an so interesting that- claim, but I mean, do they actually have anything to back that up? I mean, it's just a moderator on a forum saying that, right? I mean, is there actually well, anything you can point to? That to- well, no, there's a, there's a, famous, there's a famous lawsuit. Um, uh, there's this guy who uh, jailbreaked his PS3 and he got sued by Sony over it. I think his, uh, his online handle is Geohot. I don't know what his real name is. Right. Okay. So, yeah, you're right about that. There have been examples where people who have modified the hardware of their video game systems have successfully been, I don't know if they were sued or if the state just came after them, but something, some sort of hammer did come down on folks that have essentially modded PlayStations and other game systems. Um, that's, a, that's a stretch from saying that it's illegal to you know, run cheating software on a single-player game. I mean, I'm not saying that they won't go there someday. I'm not but saying that. No. Uh, hmm? uh, custom firmware is illegal. So even modifying the software is illegal. Because now, it can ostensibly be used to aid in piracy. Gotcha. Is the reason. Hmm. So any form of unlicensed modification of your console, uh, any it is illegal. And is that what this software is that you're talking about? It's an actual firmware uh, modification? No, it's um it's just a uh, a simple it just hacks the uh the RAM of a game as it runs, but even that is enough because it's not it's not officially licensed. Nick, thanks for the call and the story tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's that's certainly taking it to the next level. I, I had not heard that. Uh, I, I certainly don't know if there's any anything out there to verify that that claim in particular, but it wouldn't surprise me if that's the direction things went. Yeah, I... it seems pretty unlikely that that is going to be the case because, as you pointed out, we're talking about a single-player game. Uh, there are all kinds of cheat codes for single-player single, single games, and the programmers put those codes in there. So I guess it's okay to cheat if you use the codes provided by the programmers of the game, but if you use Not some sort of ex- external software to modify the game, then that's supposedly illegal. I, I think that what you've got is a moderator on a forum who is not informed as to they, what the current legal, legal status is. That's yeah. illegal. Maybe it's illegal from the forum's rules perspective because each forum on the internet can set whatever rules they like about how people can behave and the things they can discuss. And it certainly could be uh, possible that on that forum it is against the rules to talk about cheating in games, even if it is for a single-player game, which seems very silly and oppressive, yeah. uh, but that's just you know, how forums can be run. I don't know. Very Does anybody else remember the Game Genie? <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. that thing. That's right. That was the old, uh, what was that for the, the, I guess, Sega Genesis and the Nintendo. the only way I know how to cheat. (laughs) You would plug this Game Genie into the unit and then plug the game in on top of the cartridge, back when they had cartridges. Uh, You'd plug that in on top and that would allow you to do essentially what he's talking about. It would essentially modify the code of the game while it's being played. So I understand it. So, 1-800-259-9231. I have to say, I'm I'm a little skeptical of uh, the claims of the random moderator who's probably 14 years old or whatever on an internet forum about gaming. But on the other hand, what Nick did say about the idea of modifying software or modifying firmware of a piece of hardware of the PlayStation 3 or Xbox 360 or something like that, I find that very outrageous. And he's right about that. That is true. We've, we've talked about those stories on the air where somebody might be a modifier. They might actually crack a PlayStation open and not just modify the firmware, but might modify the hardware as well. Apply a mod chip to the unit to make it so you can play games that have been copied, uh, which of course isn't necessarily going to be used for pirating purposes. 
choices. Just because you play a game that's copied doesn't mean you don't actually own that game. Maybe you are like some sort of pristine game collector and you buy a game, take it out of its package, copy it because you're obsessed with not scratching the disc or something like that. Mm -hmm. Copy the disc, put the game back in its package, store it on a shelf and then have a book of discs in which you can just flip through and pull a disc out and pop it in your modified I'd love that. I mean, uh, I've I've broken more than one of those little discs. Why shouldn't I be able to copy my own game that I purchased? Right. Because Sony says you can't. Well, plus... And Sony's got lobbying power. You get the smallest little scratch on that thing and it never works again. So... Yeah. I mean, it's it's not an unrealistic scenario. But yet, because these mod chips can be used for piracy purposes, they essentially... The use of them and also the modifying of firmware is, is... it's a criminal act. That much is true. Yeah. From what Nick said earlier. Like once you purchase it, isn't it yours? Apparently not. It's yours with the licensing agreement that. So what if you uh, blow it up that, with fireworks? That says that they own you. You can do that. Well, right. It destroys it. That's fine. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. The SACL CAI toll free line. You can take control of the airwaves. As by the way, Sony was hacked again. Their PlayStation <sighs> network hacked again before it even got back online. It's Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and we give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. And uh, speaking of our website features, we've got listening options, broadband and dial-up versions of the show. You've got those. Of course, our radio stations, 95 great stations. Actually going to add a 96th here uh, coming up tonight, uh, KSIS. They are in Sedalia, Missouri, and they're joining us for Saturday nights for now. And then this summer, once they're able to boot their weeknight show out the door, once their contract is up, Free Talk Live will be taking over weeknights in Sedalia as well, which is pretty exciting. So welcome aboard to uh, everybody out there. Probably give them another welcome on Saturday when they're actually listening. But uh, you can get details on all of our stations over uh, on the Listen page and uh, also satellite listening options, including XM Satellite Radio, our free-to-air satellite channel, the webcam, and listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance. Get all the details and get tuned in over at listen.freetalklive.com. As we continue, uh, we will take your phone calls about anything. Uh, Let's go to Alex, listening in New Hampshire on the amp lines. Hello, Alex. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? So, um, Mark, uh, Mark wanted to know more about this whole Bitcoin problem yes. that, was going, that was going on. The, the claim that uh, PayPal has shut down uh, accounts of people that were exchanging PayPal for Bitcoins, basically. 
Right. So uh, there were two services. The first is named Morpheus, and the second is named CoinPal. And uh, they were shut down by PayPal because PayPal views Bitcoin as an e-currency, which is, uh, I guess, against their terms of use. Um, that's They're not freezing the accounts of people who use Bitcoin casually. They only did it to the exchangers who were using PayPal as an intermediary to get from FRNs to Bitcoins and mm-hmm. vice versa. That's unfortunate. So, that's uh, that's very unfortunate because obviously PayPal is a useful internet tool, and to cut out people that are vending uh, bitcoins or essentially being the middlemen uh, for people that want to transfer F- FRNs into bitcoins is is very unfortunate. It's, I would imagine that's going to make that fairly that, difficult. You would think that a libertarian, so-called like Peter Thiel, would uh, advocate these kind of activities. Uh, Peter Thiel but, is no longer in yeah, charge of PayPal. He sold it years ago. Oh. Okay. He sold well, it to eBay. I don't know if you heard that, but it was eBay that purchased PayPal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, not exactly a libertarian operation. Some influence. Yeah, nope. PayPal is definitely not the bastion of freedom. But uh, th- what this really underscores is the need for an alternative payment system, uh, such as Porkloom, uh, that people can exchange assets with. Uh, if people want to learn more about it, they can uh, check out the Agra IO conference and uh, just search for Porkloom, and they can learn more about alternative uh, payment systems. Okay, cool. Hey, thanks, Alex, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. And let's go to – there's no doubt that uh, alternative – Currencies are very important for the future of financial stability of each each of us and all of us. Uh, and so moving away from the Federal Reserve note is important, whether that's putting money in hard metals like uh, silver and gold as a hedge against inflation, which you can do at silver.freetalklive.com, or investing in other alternatives like the Bitcoin, which uh, I'm excited that Bitcoin is now on board as a sponsor of the show. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. I mean, uh, this is the kind of thing that we're interested in, and so it's a, it's a good, it's a good fit for us. Uh, so let's continue here, and uh, let's talk to Hancock in Virginia, also on an amp line. Hello, Hancock. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? So uh, Bitcoin, uh, I think Alex covered really what I was calling about the, the two accounts that were locked. Uh, they were they were the primary exchangers uh, for Bitcoins. Now, both of these people uh, in their own blogs claim that they talked to PayPal. Uh, on a number of occasions, and PayPal said, "Oh yeah, no problem. We, we have no problem with you doing this." Right. And then, as, as soon as the price started rising, because you, you were talking about the price, I saw it today earlier at about three fifty. Jeez. Uh, but I actually saw it last week go up to like four fifteen. Wow, it's so, incredible. It hasn't gone up that high since. So I've, I've been watching them very closely for the past month. I'm, I'm I sold about a hundred of them for eighty cents about yep. a month ago. I'm kicking myself for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's funny, maybe what I was calling about. Now, somebody had asked if you can pay play uh, poker online for Bitcoins, and uh, there is a website, betco.in, B-E-T-C-O.in. People can go there and just toss their Bitcoins in there. It's totally free to play. Cool. You know, Thanks for the heads up on that. Cool. Anything else you want to share? Thanks for the call tonight, 800-259-9231. So I was thinking we're hopefully going to add a way for people to make a contribution to Free Talk Live with with Bitcoins down the line. And I was looking at doing it through one of these services just because it makes it easier. Because one of the weird things about Bitcoin that people might not be used to, and I'm still not quite used to it, nor am I certain I quite understand it, is that uh, each person on the Bitcoin network has a wallet and the wallet is represented by this big, long string of uh, characters. Right. It's a very unique string. And uh, I, I don't want to give out that string. You're, 
I, I'm, I guess I'm a little confused as to if I give out that string, couldn't someone else just access my wallet? I'm, there must be some sort of security thing that I'm, I'm missing there. But I was using this website called mtgox, mtgox.com, where you can have people send bitcoins to an email address, which is a lot more user friendly, right? Like if you want to, if you've got bitcoins on this mtgox system, you can just punch my email address in there and send some to me for whatever reason you need to. And then if I want to, I can take coins from my empty gox account and i can put them in whatever bitcoin wallet i want to so i can have multiple wallets or whatever and it, it just made it, it made it easier for me to kind of conceptualize this but now empty gox's website is down so right after these two sites go off the uh, offline empty gox is down as well according to the bitcoin website they're being ddos which is a denial of service uh, attack so somebody is is attacking uh, this particular site Maybe they're going to come back online in a little while, maybe tomorrow or in another week. I don't know when they're going to come back, but uh, hopefully they'll come back because that's where my Bitcoins are. I mean, I had some in a Bitcoin wallet, but most of them were on this website. So that might have been a big mistake on my part. Just yeah, leaving, I... leaving it in charge of essentially a cent- – leaving what is essentially a distributed uh, peer-to-peer uh, currency. I mean, that's really one of the values of Bitcoin. Is right. There is no central PayPal. It's supposed no... to be decentralized, and you right. were allowing it to be centralized. To be centralized, <laughs> and maybe I'm going to get spanked for that. Yeah, maybe. So, uh, we're learning as we go along here at, uh, at Free Talk Live <laughs> with these the, the world of alternative currencies. 800-259-9231. Uh, you can take control of the airwaves and bring up absolutely anything, but I think that uh, Bitcoin clearly has a uh, has a future ahead of it. If if PayPal, you know, the world's largest transaction engine for the internet, is calling Bitcoin a currency, as was pointed out in this article that Alex linked me to, clearly, it's made its name. I mean, clearly, this is no longer just a geek experiment. This is no longer a proof of concept, something that, you know, some nerds have been coding and playing with and making neat websites for and just kind of showing that, hey, look what we've done. Check MT Gox again. Apparently it's up. Well, uh, we'll see about that. Anyway, mm-hmm. thanks. Uh, so, so as I was saying, uh, clearly, these guys have made their, and it's not up for me, they have mm-hmm. made uh, their mark. PayPal's looking at this as a comp- as competition, essentially, and whether or not PayPal is operating under suggestions from their buddies in the federal government, because clearly they're you know they're friendly with them. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate on their reasons for doing this, but I would say they feel threatened by Bitcoin to some extent. Seems obvious. I mean, I, I you know it's a new alternative currency. It maybe it's catching popularity. They don't like it, and- right? And rather than rather than embracing. Bitcoin and turning themselves into the largest Bitcoin repository. Yeah, that would uh, be amazing. In the entire world, they've gone on the offensive and they've attacked Bitcoin uh, people. They've attacked the, some of the institutions surrounding Bitcoin because they can't actually attack Bitcoin. What is Bitcoin? The guy who programs it. We met with a guy named Gavin uh, from Amherst, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. who's like one of the primary guys in working on Bitcoin, which is an open source thing. And he says he doesn't even know who the guy is that is is the creator of Bitcoin. Like there was, there is somebody out there who who came up with this concept and made it happen. Um, He's a guy all about privacy, though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, the guy uses a pseudonym, and nobody knows who he is. There. He doesn't have a whole, you know, he doesn't have the majority of the Bitcoins. He's just a guy who programmed it. So who do you go after if you're going to sue Bitcoin? Who do you sue? There is no Bitcoin. Bitcoin's just an idea. I mean, it's really brilliant. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's in that perspective. <laughs> that it is. 
So uh, you can take control here of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. Chris is in Indianapolis listening to WXNT. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. Um, I heard you mention earlier that uh, uh, you were unsure about how the whole uh, wallet thing works, and I just wanted to offer a clarification. Okay, please. Um, the way it actually works is uh, that address um, uh, that someone sends coin to is actually uh, a hash of a public key of a key pair, and the private key is what's actually stored in your wallet. So what that means is the actual coins are stored in the entire network, so everybody's computer... All right, I've got a question. It's not clear to me. Can you hang through the news? Yeah. All right, we'll bring you back here in a moment. I'd like to get some clarification on exactly how the the Bitcoin system works. It's it's very interesting to me. More coming up, and it may be the future of uh, transactions online. Are you ready to explore New Hampshire, meet more than a 1,000 freedom-loving friends, and experience the free market in action? You can do all of these things and more at the Free State Project's 2011 Porcupine Freedom Festival at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire. Porkfest has games, hikes, live music, dance parties, fun activities for kids, and even state-free weddings. And of course, Porkfest features the famous Agora Valley, where the free market thrives. You won't want to miss speakers like Stefan Molyneux and J. Neil Shulman, but the best part of Porkfest is being surrounded by more than a thousand like-minded, freedom-loving friends. The fun begins on June 20th, 2011, and doesn't stop until the 26th. Porkfest 2011 is the biggest liberty-oriented event in the world. This year, you can be a part of it. Don't miss out. Visit Porkfest.com today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Use coupon code FREETALKLIVE, all one word, for 20% off. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com as we launch here into the third hour. It's Ian with you. And Meg. And Mark. We're talking about Bitcoin. And not only are they a sponsor of the, the program now, and of course when I say they, I, that's not even an accurate thing. There is no Bitcoin. There isn't a Bitcoin corp. Bitcoin Incorporated. There is no organization known as Bitcoin. Bitcoin is this open source, peer-to-peer uh, software that uh, is essentially a currency. It's also a currency, software and currency. And it uh, allows people to transfer money to one another completely without any kind of centralized authority, without any central bank, without any bank whatsoever. It's just money that is transferred over a peer-to-peer network. So people that are familiar with peer-to-peer from like Napster or Torrents, these kind of uh, softwares that have been used to primarily, well, at least that's the way it seems, transfer pirated software and uh, pirated uh, shared files, I guess is a better way to say it. Not pirated, but shared uh, shared music and shared movies. These are peer-to-peer networks where the individuals on there, – there is no central web server that's just spitting out content. It's the people that are actually using the network, that are creating the network, that are both uploading and downloading, and they're sharing together this information that is distributed – in various different ways throughout uh, the network. So they've now done that with currency. And the big news, apparently, is that PayPal is now cracking down 
on people that are using Bitcoin. Specifically, they're going after the folks that are using uh, PayPal to be an intermediary uh, to allow, for instance, if I was using their website and they were one of these Bitcoin websites that kind of helps people uh, with store Bitcoins and transfer Bitcoins into Federal Reserve notes, these are the people that are being attacked by PayPal. They've had their accounts in PayPal essentially closed, and it's a violation of PayPal's terms of service to use PayPal for exchanging currencies. And uh, so they've shut down these folks' accounts, which the, those guys have now shut down their websites as a result of that. So PayPal is, is essentially on the attack against what they consider to be a competing currency rather than embracing Bitcoin and making it part of their business model, which would, have been, uh, which would be, I think, a really smart thing to do. But they're probably not doing that because they're likely regulated by the federal government as a financial agency. And therefore, there are certain rules they have to follow in order to continue doing business. With yeah, the they're probably just a, bank. Hmm? just a bank. Just a bank. What just a bank? PayPal's just a bank. Right, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I know that like whenever uh, you do a transfer to your bank or whatever from PayPal and it takes three days, they only do that for three days so that they can collect interest on that transaction for that three days. So one of the issues with Bitcoin is that it's still a little bit in the geeky phase, right? Like yeah. I'm, I'm relatively geeky, and I get uh, some techie things. I can build my I own don't computer. Get it at all, it's over my head. <laughs> I can build my own computer from scratch. But there was one thing that I was kind of hung up on with the Bitcoin, and that is the 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 addresses. Like they're very long, they're very confusing looking. It's a string of characters, you know, capital and uppercase letters and numbers and special characters and things like that. It's this string of characters that identifies you on the network. And we've actually got Chris on the line listening in Indy to WXNT. Now, Chris, your challenge here is to put how Bitcoin uh, works into terms that people who are not geeks can understand. Uh, that's one of the big issues with this currency uh, is that, you know, right now it exists in the realm of the geek for the most part. And it needs to break out from that. So my question was about the privacy issue, like, okay, so each user has this wallet, there's a number that is associated, a string of characters that is associated with that. How is it that me giving out that string of characters online isn't putting my wallet in jeopardy? You had an explanation, but we were short on time, and I didn't quite get it. So can you try one more time? Absolutely. Um, basically, the, uh, <clears throat> that address that you hand out is a uh, token that represents uh, one half of a key pair. Um, are you familiar with uh, public-private key encryption? Not really. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I have some idea of it, but um, a lot of our listeners are certainly not familiar with it. All right. Well, um, the basic idea is that um, there are two mathematically related numbers, and one cannot be derived from the other, but uh, stuff that's encrypted with one number can be read only by the other number. So what you do um, is you have a public number that you hand out, and... Uh, Basically, on the Bitcoin network, uh, that is an address. And you're saying, hey, send money to this public key. And okay. then, uh, since you are the only one who holds the private key, which is in your wallet, um, that is what will authorize you to spend money that has been received at that address. Got it. Okay, and the wallet is a file, and I was reading something about this. Uh, Meg, did you follow that? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I did. You did, Mark. What did. part was confusing, Meg? I just about all of it. I, I don't know. Just the whole concept of uh, these weird numbers and whatnot. You know, if I can't type in words or numbers and just see that and nothing else, I'm kind of lost. If it, the numbers are relating to things that aren't money, I'm lost. You know, I, I'm a nerd, oh, um, but I'm more of the entertainment nerd. 
Um, would it be helpful if I use an analogy for that? Oh, yeah. Um, basically, um, the way that you can say is that the public key is like a, uh, a padlock, and the private key is the key that goes to it. So somebody uh, puts money in a box, closes it, and puts on the padlock. That's the public key. Mm-hmm. And then uh, sends it to me in the mail. I'm the only one who has the private key. So I'm the only one who can open the box. And you know, it's funny that you used that analogy because as you were explaining how it worked in tech, more technical terms, I was thinking of an, an analogy similar. For instance, Free Talk Live has a public mailbox that we use uh, to, you know, you can send stuff to us, whatever, you know, whatever you want to send. Uh, and we have bills delivered to this mailbox. And it's something to where I have a key and Mark, you have uh, you have a key as well. And uh, so essentially what you're saying is that the public mailbox address is that public address that Bitcoin uses. People send the money to that address, but they don't have the ability to actually get to that money just because they have the address because they don't have that key, which whoever has the key. You have uh, have to have both the address and the key to get in. Right. So basically somebody could and this is just a file that's this key is just a file that's on your computer. You you would have to protect that somehow, right? I mean, could, couldn't somebody just come right, on my computer and copy my my wallet file and and then have access to all my money? Yes, and uh they actually uh would have access to uh, uh some certain number of uh future transactions that were sent to you as well. Um but uh basically what that means is is they would be able to spend money sent to any of the addresses that that you have used and it's important to note that the client will let you generate more than one address and that sort of helps keep who you are hidden if you don't want to be known um you can give out a different address to each person so how do you how do you keep your wallet secure i mean normally in real life it's in my pocket that's really pretty secure um, I have a, you know, I have a computer here in the studio where multiple people use it. Obviously, I trust those uh, those people. But if I wanted to be more secure about my wallet, I mean, I just searched for it on my computer. I didn't even know where it was stored, and I found it. So, like, how do you do that? If you've got this software running all the time, this Bitcoin software, isn't that wallet constantly in jeopardy from somebody being able to just copy it and run away with all your money? Sure. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it's also uh, vulnerable to uh, any sort of malware that you might get on. It would be able to open that file and just, you know, send it across the Internet. But as far as answering your question about um, how to secure it, um, that's currently a topic of active, active discussion in the community. Um, they're hoping that uh, in a future version they would en- uh, encrypt it with the user-supplied password. Um, but the mechanism that I use personally is I actually run two instances of Bitcoin, um, uh, one, I just started up and ran and grabbed an address and saved it to a file, and then I encrypted and securely deleted um, the wallet file. And then what I do is I have another uh, account that I use more like my wallet with cash in it, where I use that for day-to-day things, you know, getting money, sending money, and I use the other one more like a bank account. Now, if I have, you know, 100 bitcoins in my, my account, I can send 75 of them to this address that I wrote down. Um, and all of the private keys for that address are stored encrypted somewhere else. And so I'd have to go in and decrypt my wallet and then run the second Bitcoin instance in order That's to a lot of hassle. <laughs> That's a lot of hassle yeah. to just, uh, you know, send some money over uh, the Internet. And I can see that you, this is clearly something that's growing. And as you say, this is an issue that's hot within the Bitcoin community. And they're dealing with they're trying to figure out how to make this easier to use and more secure at the same time. It's, it's a growing technology. There's no doubt about it. And I appreciate the explanation. I think you did a good job, uh, Chris. Thanks for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. If Mark got it, he's moving in the right direction. <laughs> Meg, you still look a little questionable. It's uh, free talk live. Yeah. 
I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free. Enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. Inviting you to the site where you can uh, get access to our webcam. Go to cam.freetalklive.com to watch, listen, and interact uh, because our chat room is built into the same page. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com and know that the cam is brought to you by memorydealers.com. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? Manventureoutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, and boating equipment from all kinds of major manufacturers. Their Manventureoutpost.com is family-owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices are so low that some can't even be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL and get it quick. Get it from Manventureoutpost.com. All right, so 1-800-259-9231. We talk to you about whatever you want. Kathy is listening in Mississippi, or excuse me, to Kansas, in Kansas 2XM Satellite Radio's America's Talk. Hello, Kathy. Hi there. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I just had a question. I just kind of running across the radio stations, and um, are you guys serious about, I mean, what you were saying just before the break? Well, first of all, you're listening on XM, so what you're hearing happened a couple hours ago. So what is it specifically you're oh. asking about? Oh, oh it's just about the, uh, how Obama bin Laden was uh, taken and killed and all of that. I, uh, the, the guys that are talking, how old are they? I mean, that, are they serious? They, they feel that that was wrong? <laughs> Well, yes. Um, first off, the people you're talking to are adults. Um, so, I mean, you know, nothing. Mark, nothing. you're in your 40s. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in my, my 40s. 30s. And you're in your 30s. Meg, you're in your 20s. So we've got a multi-generational show here. And so, Mark, okay. uh, what, are you what serious? What part don't you like? Yes, I am serious as a heart attack. What part don't you like? Uh, you know, I just the fact that you don't think he should have been taken out. I well, mean, you, that would be called murder, that? and murder is never good. He of never he never not. sat on trial. I mean, any person that you fundamentally believe is wrong, shouldn't they have their day in court? Or should you just go shoot them? Well, if, if they are responsible and they've taken responsibility for what has happened and they, they have already admitted to that and what he's doing is terrible and he's done it to many people, not just our country and the people in our country, uh, yes. 
Well, I mean, don't you Adolf think that Hitler, Adolf Hitler had to be taken out? He didn't Adolf Hitler trial. wasn't taken out. Hey, whoa, whoa, hold on, lady. No. <laughs> well, you got your okay. history messed up. Well, Adolf Hitler committed suicide. And think of the well, value of the intelligence. Wait a second, of the intelligence okay. that could have been gleaned if he would have been captured alive. I think that when you're talking about Osama bin Laden, you're talking about a huge intelligence asset here, and one really has to wonder why would they execute an unarmed man when he would have been so valuable to the American people? He wouldn't be valuable to the American people. Says you, I want him. Yeah, he was so valuable that the CIA hired him. He's clearly valuable. The U.S. government spent trillions of dollars of your money and 10 years worth of time and thousands of lives to attempt to uh, to capture him, and they ended up putting a bullet in his chest and a bullet in his head while he was completely unarmed. Do you guys not like where you live in in our country? Look, I, mean, I don't want my know, country honestly, to turn into the not, kind of place where they can, where a cop can shoot you his, on the side of the road because you're guilty of something. Like where he lives, what he wants, and where he, he lives, and and you would rather live in his type of country. What does executing Osama bin? What talk about getting off track? Oh. What does executing Osama bin Laden in a dub 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 have anything to do with where I live? I'm advocating that an unarmed man be brought to justice. Why am I a, a bleeding heart liberal or some kind of crazy man? Uh, why are I don't know why you are. You don't, I don't know want. Why, I don't know why you. I don't know why you feel that way. Uh, wait, wait, uh, why? Wait, 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 hold on. When you say I no, don't know why I, you I, feel that, wait a minute, Kathy. When you say I don't know why you feel that way, are you asking about his feeling and my feeling and Meg's feeling that uh, people who are accused of things should actually have a you know maybe a day in court and actually you know be tried and maybe found guilty and have some sort of due process before any kind of punishment is uh, is enacted upon them? Are you think? Are you suggesting that that's something wrong? That feeling is wrong? Well, no, not if somebody, if there's any doubt that they didn't, that they did something like that. Well, wait, how can you not have have doubt? How can you not have doubt if nothing has been Uh, proven in any sort of uh, official manner? uh, Do you believe everything the government tells you? No. Oh, so how is it that you know that Osama bin Laden, Kathy, has actually done the things that you say he's done? Oh, honey, I I just, uh, honestly, I, I, I don't understand. And it's almost like you you don't want how do you know if you are so certain proud of my country has nothing to do with executing unarmed people kathy oh wait a minute do i have to to be a patriot do i have to shoot people do i have to advocate murder do i have to advocate Uh, assassination kathy no but you do have to protect and defend and that type of thing and it takes it takes murder to do that. Sometimes. Who who wow. is who are you they don't protecting know what murder at is. that point? It is, it is murder, who? and it was murder for the three thousand people that were in the towers. My God, two wrongs guys. don't make a right, Kathy. No, they don't. So you just answered somebody, your own question. If somebody, is, <laughs> if somebody is doing things like that and they're taking responsibility and they're training people and they're they should be hunted and to, shot down. There are a lot of ifs yeah, there, sure. Kathy. Yeah, that that sounds yes, so crazy. He, cool. he was hunted and he was shot down, right? Meg wasn't agreeing with you. She was no. finishing your sentence yeah. for you. Uh, look, Kathy, you're well, jumping you're right. to he conclusions. Wouldn't you agree, down. Kathy, that you're jumping okay. to a conclusion that he was he, he did what you think he did? 
No, I don't think I'm Why? jumping to a conclusion. Why are you not jumping to a conclusion? Well, I think we've seen enough of the tapes and the information from Wait, him the government and, wouldn't and, make and, a false... And even, even Hold his on. Own people. You're telling me the government uh, wouldn't put, release you, false you information? Uh, Didn't you just tell me a moment ago? I'm sorry, Kathy. Maybe I'm confused. Didn't you tell me a moment ago that you don't believe what the government says necessarily? Why do you believe them on this? In this instance, no, I didn't say. I don't. uh, You asked me if I believed everything the government said. Almost everything, then, right? What percentage of they of what they say do you believe? Just right off the bat, you'll just believe whatever it is they say. When you when you talk about the government, I believe in what we were founded on, what we believe in, and I think we as a people. The American people believe, believe in, in democracy. We do believe in oh, justice and democracy. I do not. And democracy is two yeah, wolves and a sheep deciding on dinner. I don't support that. Do you? Yeah, democracy is a bad God. idea. What? Do you believe the majority is is right? Yeah, everybody what? in this room votes that uh, we should just kill you. I, that, no, I wouldn't vote to kill her. How no, about we vote to just take all of her works, money? Though. Let's let's vote to take all of Kathy's money. It's yeah. democracy, so it makes it right. Is that yeah. is that correct? It's three against yeah, that one. Would be socialistic. <laughs> what do you think <laughs> democracy is? It's not. You're hilarious, oh. Kathy. I appreciate the call tonight. Thank Keep you listening, for Kathy. For making You'll it. get the consistency of what we say at some point or another. <laughs> she was just scanning the band. She never heard us before tonight. 800-259-9231. Call in any time. 1-800-259-9231. I almost feel kind of bad for her. But then again, she does support murdering people. So, no, I don't. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves and bring up anything you want, even if it's contradictory nonsense. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control here. You can also uh, visit us online at freetalklive.com, and you can enjoy various features that we have there for you. The mobile site will allow you to access our streams and podcasts uh, from any smartphone. Go to m.freetalklive.com to do that. That's m, as in mobile.freetalklive.com. Hey, how would you like to join together with, with I don't know, about a thousand other liberty-oriented people together in the same campground and have yourself a really good time? Well, you can do that if you join us for the Porcupine Freedom Festival. We're going to be there broadcasting live, and hundreds of liberty-minded people, maybe even a thousand or so, uh, will actually be there in attendance. There were over 800 there last year, and it was an absolute blast. I'm looking forward to it. It's happening June 20th through the 26th. And you'll be able to experience everything from live musical performances to a soapbox idol, karaoke. Uh, We've got, of course, plenty of uh, parties, campfire stuff, all kinds of uh, fun. Also, family fun activities will be present as well. It is also a family event as well as uh, being friendly to adults at the same time. So go to porkfest.com to get registered. You can save 20% by using our discount code, which is Free Talk Live without any spaces. Porkfest, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Get registered today because uh, time is running out. It's happening here in about seven weeks. Looking forward to seeing you there. All right. Uh, before we go on with your phone calls. Uh, if you need camping equipment, ManVenture Outpost is good, too. There you go. Uh, before we go on with your phone calls, though, want to recap just a few of the contradictions present in Kathy's uh, phone call there. On one hand, she supports what the country was founded on, but which doesn't I've, advocate for jurisprudence for Osama bin Laden. 
But she, right, she doesn't advocate for any kind of uh, political or, or judicial process of proof of uh, of a crime to be committed. She will just go ahead and accept whatever it is the government says. But at the same time, she says she doesn't believe everything the government tells her. Yeah. But as long as it's comfortable to believe it, she'll go ahead and believe it. So rather than actually seeing any real proof that this man did what she thinks he did, the Osama bin Laden, she'll just go ahead and take the government's word for it and accept the fact that they put a bullet in his head and his chest and murdered him and just say that that's okay. Right. And, and you know, I, I like I said, I'm, I'm not shedding any tears over this guy believe me i'm not i tend to believe he's guilty too um but that doesn't change the fact that there's 10 years worth of evidence gathering going on here it shouldn't be difficult to give this guy a trial and then go ahead and get whatever intelligence information there is to be had out of him or whatever i i just i'm really concerned why did the government put a kill order on this guy why did they choose not to you know, try to take him alive. He was unarmed. They could have easily taken him, put him in jail. And as far as I'm concerned, this undermines everything that the United States was supposed to be about in mm-hmm. the in, in the very yeah. beginning. Founding fathers wanted people to have fair trials. I wonder why they wanted people to have fair trials. Because King George was probably not being so fair. I mean, you know, and and if you advocate no trial for Osama bin Laden, then. From a moral standpoint, you must advocate no trials for anybody else that looks obviously guilty. Or even if they admit guilt, you still have to go through the process. Absolutely. There have been people that uh, have been coerced into admitting guilt for crimes that they didn't actually commit, where they were so intimidated by the police, for instance, that they made a statement just to stop the police from doing whatever it was that they were doing. And uh, or or maybe somebody wanted to take responsibility for a crime that he or she didn't commit for whatever crazy reason. That's happened, too, as well, where somebody has just stepped up and said, I did this, maybe to get the the publicity or the press that uh, that came along with it to only later have charges dropped when the police realize that what they didn't get their man i think that she's just one of those people that believes that dissent is unpatriotic Mm -hmm. if you question what the government or its agents have done then you're being unpatriotic when i would say that it's just the opposite this country was founded by dissenters so dissent must thereby be patriotic oh and then there was the additional contradiction where on one hand she said she's a fan of democracy but then when we pointed out what democracy is and that is two wolves she says that's socialism deciding on dinner Mm -hmm. and that uh, we wanted to vote to take all her money away from her because it's, dem- it's democracy, so yeah. it must be okay, uh, that that's all of a sudden socialism. Socialism so. is any forced redistribution of wealth. And I don't care if it's done uh, through a democratic I – mean, I mean, all the, the socialist countries called themselves the Democratic Republic of such and such. Yeah. Let's go to your phone calls and talk to Scott listening in Charleston, West Virginia to WVTS. Hello, Scott. Scott. Hey, Charles. how are you guys doing? That's great. What's on your mind tonight? Oh, that that last caller just uh, – it was like fingernails on a chalkboard for me. <laughs> there are a lot of them out there. I, Welcome I, to I the new America, about, dude. This is what I, a lot I of people know. believe. That's, that's what scares me so much. If we have this many people out there that are this ignorant of you know, their – their, first off, their founding fathers in this country's history – First off, the, the the democracy thing blew me out of the water. I was ready. To, I was picking up the phone, dialing at the point that I heard that one because, you know, the the whole thing on democracy. This is not a democracy. This is a re- founded as a republic. Well, you know, a <laughs> I used to say the same thing, dude. But it's pretty much. I mean, really, the difference is in think degrees. It means anything? Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell the difference. I think it's semantic. Just because it's a republic well, doesn't I mean, mean yeah, it's okay uh, for people that are so-called representatives to tell me what to do. 
Well, I mean, exactly, but like, uh, but as I said, it's it's gotten perverted. It's not what it once was. Indeed, the, you know, it's, it has gone down totally a path to, to tyranny, and I wonder whether it can be turned around. Scott, glad you're out there. Right. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. Let's talk to Chris listening in Indy to WXNT. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Megan, Mark. Chris in Indianapolis going once. He's gone. Let's try Mark listening in Charleston as well to WVTS. Hello, Mark. You there? Hey, yes, we are. Go ahead with your thoughts. How did y'all, uh, where did y'all hear Osama bin Laden was unarmed? Oh, it's uh, big from news the evil today. evil government mouthpieces? From the evil government mouthpiece told you that? Yeah. The ones yeah, they, that lie all the time? They changed their story. I'm not, <laughs> does it, does it, why would they change their story? Would change their, I, I really do wonder why they would say that. I would think that they would keep that under their hat. Right, wouldn't yeah, it look... Well, it was on film. They had it all filmed. They were sitting in the war room. 20 or 30 of them watching the whole thing go down. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you know, y'all are acting like some have been lauding to some hippie that robbed a 7-Eleven, and they're looking for him. Nope. I mean, the guy's waged war on us, and whoever said he was going to be a treasure trove of information, are you kidding me? Well, like come on. I mean, if you're talking the- about the general of the other army, who the heck do you want to want to capture? Why in the world would the United States government choose not to capture this guy? I, I, I'm glad you're not doing our special operations, by the way. <laughs> Why would you capture somebody when if you so much as raise your voice at them, you're accused of torturing them? What are you going to do, give a guy a cigarette and something? Well, like shooting them seems like the much better option then, right? I don't see any reason to torture the guy either. You know, just pop him in a cell, bring him on over, give him a trial. Osama bin Laden you're talking about. Yes, I'm talking Slippery about slope, you dude. and your rights, too. I believe that, you, that he has his of... rights and you have yours. As and soon I think as you're... everybody who is unarmed deserves to be taken into custody and given a fair trial. Uh, Call me crazy. Uh, I'm yeah. like a founding father and stuff. Well, you know, as soon as you Hitler open this door, God. dude, you're opening a Pandora's box. You are going down the slippery slope by saying that, well, this guy's special, so he doesn't deserve any kind of, uh, you know, process, any kind of justice or anything. And, of course, the U.S. justice system is a joke anyway, but at least it's something. Yeah. You're saying just screw all that. Well, I didn't lose anybody in 9-11 and had somebody come up and shot my mother in the face i would be upset and i you know i would want to go after that person but i don't think by any means that i should just shoot them if they were unarmed even though like i would know beyond a reasonable doubt that they were guilty i would want that due process i would want that i wouldn't want them to be tortured i wouldn't want to murder them it's easy for three people to confuse one person go ahead sir but you know i mean osama bin laden adolf hitler al capone People like that, they're not your average criminal, and they're not going to break down. What would Adolf Hitler have told us if he would have been captured? Look, how am I to know? He he committed suicide. Why should we bother finding out? Let's just put some bullets in his brain, right? I mean, that's your position. And what you don't understand is, and thank you for the call tonight, what you don't understand is how dangerous that position is. And I think, Mark, you touched on this earlier. Go ahead. Start advocating for the big bad guys. Just be taken out. And before you know it, they're taking out everybody. Before you know it, they're taking out the the littler guys. Because, hey, it's a lot easier to just kill these alleged criminals rather than prove they're criminals. When their life is worthless, your life isn't worth much either. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. If you don't respect the rights of other human beings, even the ones you despise, then what does that say about you? It's Free Talk Live. 
Free Talk Live amplifiers get access to higher quality archives free of commercial breaks and other perks. Join AMP for just $3 per month at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything in these remaining moments, though if you're not already on hold, you probably aren't going to get on tonight. But that's okay. We do this show all week long, so if you don't get in tonight, call tomorrow. All right, so joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. If you enjoy this program, you can become an amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money in and reinvest it into the show, getting on more great radio stations around the country, uh, bringing more internet listeners on board, and exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote, and it's a way for us to uh, help get the show out there. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com. To get the perks like access to the AMP only call in lines, the AMP only forum, uh, the AMP only podcast, and more. Get the details, get signed up with any major credit card through PayPal. Yeah, I know they're evil, but what else can you use at this point? <laughs> or you can actually use a Visa or MasterCard right through our website and do it that way too. So go to amp.freetalklive.com as we continue here. Uh, we will take your phone calls. We're going to try Chris one more time in Indy. Uh, Chris. Listening to WXNT, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Meg, and Mark. Yeah. Hey, Chris. I was. Hi. Go ahead with your thoughts. First of all, I, I want to say that I'm a uh, conservative uh, fiscally, but I am a liberal. I'm definitely a libertarian. Excellent. Okay. But uh, the, the the big thing that you guys were missing with the woman you were talking to is she never told you that he sent videos and tapes and everything saying how he did it. Yeah. I, I, as I understand it, that there are confessional tapes and that someone claiming to be bin Laden proud of it by someone who's claiming to be bin Laden. Look, if I get on a, if I get on the radio and confess to a crime, they still have to put me through a trial first and actually verify and validate that that was actually me who actually made those claims. Well, you're, you're not, you're not even talking about means of war though. See, you make no, you're no, making it's not war anymore because the the guy was for one he was in a city they were sent in as a, a team he was unarmed it never was a war I advocated oh, this I look wait 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 before you go on if you'll listen to the last night's show go to freetalklive.com download last night's show and listen to it I refuse to allow Ian to use the term murder because it wasn't because at the time they said he had an AK forty seven in his hand and at, I think. Fine, shoot a guy who's shooting back. But when he's I unarmed, I don't care if it was murder. It, I, doesn't, clearly, I'm not staying up awful, late at night over this, dude. He I, was an awful person. Right. I, look, I'm not going to lose any sleep over this at night. I, I'm not telling you that. What I'm saying is, if they can kill him, they can kill you. Well, um, well, that's. That's true. It is true. The the Obama administration has said that the assassination of U.S. citizens is legal. They have said it. Now... So far, they haven't put a dollar amount on my head. Not today. They haven't had the Saudis supposedly look for me. I mean, the Saudis, they they gave the Saudis money to look for him. They weren't going to find him because they were getting paid for finding him. Why would they? Look, it's all very messed up. Getting in the money, y'all. We can't find him. Chris, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you as we continue here. Uh, Yeah, they could come after you. 
And just because you aren't an international criminal like uh, Osama bin Laden doesn't mean that they won't someday. doesn't mean that something that you do or something that you enjoy won't be criminalized. Maybe it already is. Maybe it will be uh, next week. And then who knows? Maybe they'll be rounding people like you up. They've certainly rounded people up before, too, in the past. Remember the 1940s when, uh, you know, like the uh, World War II situation when they were rounding up Japanese Americans? Yeah, that happened here. All right. It can't happen here. Yeah. Uh, Let's continue here and talk to, I believe we've got Lonnie uh, listening in Texas to XM's America's Talk. Hello, Lonnie. Good evening. How are you doing tonight? Just great. What's on your mind? Oh, well, I have a rebuttal to our leftist friend here. Uh, If you know the the insight that goes with getting a, a head order from the government, it's got to go through the CIA. It's got to go through the U.S. Uh, chain of command right up there at the chief of staff. And then it's got to be approved by the president. Now, whether it was Obama or Bush who put the final approval on it, don't know. But it was carried out. Oh, it I think it was definitely the Obama administration. Are you saying that that makes it okay to just kill somebody? Well... The thing is, it's got to go through a trial procedure. It's no, a political no. deal. Just because, just because some bureaucrats put their, their signature on something does not make that a trial. <laughs> yeah. Trials look different. Public. There, there, there's a, there's a cross-dresser and a big black moo-moo at a trial, okay? Yeah, and where can right. I get all the documentation of this trial? Because yeah. trials are public, the, and so there should be some record if yeah. there was a trial. Did Osama bin Laden motion a for a dismissal? The tribunal is not public. Fine. This wasn't a military a tribunal. Trial. You cannot you cannot lie to yourself and call this a trial. There was no trial. Military tribunals are just as illegal as oh, well, straight up that's murder. True. But see, now we don't uphold the Constitution in the United States. Look at these people taken away from us. Uh, you got Obamacare that tells me yep. I've got to buy certain kinds of insurance. Otherwise, I'm in violation of law. And they slap a penalty out. Agreed. I, but but j- just because they break the Constitution doesn't mean that you and I should advocate for more breaking of the Constitution. I didn't say I advocated. I'm just it saying. Was Hello? Very it was what? The man was given an order. That's why he got a double yeah. tap. Well, look, was- there were lots of Nazis given orders, and they were tried at Nuremberg. So get the it's just an order thing doesn't fly with me. Thanks, Lonnie, for the call tonight. Let's talk to Nate, listening in West Virginia to WVTS in Charleston. Hello, Nate. Hello? Nate. Hey, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, I really like the show, how you guys are always kind of coming up with uh, you know solutions that don't involve the government. Indeed, sir. Um, and uh, when you were talking to Kathy, you mentioned about, you know, do you trust the government when they just put out things, such as the, Ob- or the Osama tapes is mm-hmm. what I'm assuming you're talking about. Yeah. Um, what I'm what I'm wondering then, what is the solution, the non-government solution? Because you suggested the the due process, the trial. But when I heard that, I'm like, well, that involves the government too. What is the you know non-involvement of the government um, due process or trial? Right. Your your question is, how do we have a justice system without the government? Uh, and that is an excellent question. And I, what I would refer you to is the Market for Liberty, which is a great book from the 1970s that I actually turned into an audio book. Uh, you can go and get it for free over at book.freekeen.com. Or book.freetalklive.com. Yep, right? You yeah. can download uh, – book.freetalklive will point you to the Free Keen site. So you can download uh, the audio version book. You can download a PDF of it. Whichever way you want, uh, you can get that information. But in, in essence, the idea would be to, to take away the monopoly, to allow you know private arbitration and competing arbitration uh, providers – to handle uh, these justice situations. There's a lot more to it as yeah. far as insurance
insurance companies and protection it's not agencies. Easy, but you really have to ask yourself this. In the absence of a, mono- a monopolistic, coercive, adventurous government, why in the world would somebody want to fly airplanes into buildings yeah, in the United States? Yeah, I was going to say, in this particular situation, well, yeah. lacking government, probably this problem would not have come up at all. I hope that right, briefly that answers is. your question. If you've got more questions about that issue, call us back on another night when we, you know, we're not running out of time because it's a, it's something that re- really requires a more in-depth answer, and it's not something we can do in, you know, sixty seconds or or one hundred and twenty seconds. So thank you for the call tonight. But there are some really interesting ideas that the Market for Liberty presents about how to do justice without a monopoly system. In fact, point of information here. Not having a monopoly will make justice better. Because, yes, you know, mon- monopolies kind of suck at uh, everything they do. They're slow and they're, they're inc- incompetent and they're expensive. And if you actually had agencies that were competing for your business in a justice system, then you might actually have really speedy trials instead of the so-called speedy trials that take nine months to actually uh, get around to happening. Meg, you're going to trial on Thursday, Thursday this week yes. for standing in front of a police car, I believe, in July of July last year. July last year. Yeah. Yeah. July 10th, I think, was the date. I think I got a ticket in August. I uh, still haven't yet gone to trial for that. Right. And, uh, of course, in the marketplace, these agencies would be interested in actually satisfying their customers and providing restitution. Whereas in the government system, usually if a fine is uh, is called for in a situation, that money goes to the government. It doesn't actually go to the victims. It doesn't go to make the victims whole. So in the marketplace, the one of the primary interests of these institutions would be to make the victims as whole as possible rather than prop up their institution. Uh, let's continue here, though, with your calls and uh, talk to Tony here to wrap things out. Tony, listening in uh, Missouri, Tony, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, guys. I, I'll keep it short and quick. I just wanted to say, how come uh, Saddam Hussein can get a trial but not Osama bin Laden? I mean, hmm. where's the justice in that in my head? It's, they're Great both point. Uh, killers, theoretically. Right, both um, found by the military. Exactly. Yeah. And we even handed up Saddam Hussein to Iraq for a trial, I believe. it's. I, I just don't get that, how we can... Hold one, but then somehow say, "Oh, we got to kill this guy on site." You hate America. Really <laughs> it's pretty clear exactly. you I'm hate an America. Exactly, I'm right. an extremist. You're, you're a domestic worry. terrorist. But uh, yeah, and I think it's just because possibly he had some things that they didn't want to hear him say under court. Absolutely. So that's a quick way to sum it up is to put two bullets in his head. Thanks, Thanks for the call tonight. tonight. And but by the way, Mark, I'm glad you brought up that term domestic terrorist because that could be where this all goes. I mean, if it's okay to kill Osama bin Laden and the international terrorists, then it'll end up being okay to kill the so-called domestic terrorists as well. I mean, if the government says they're terrorists, then hey, who needs Goldberg a trial? Hey, called me once. So. We'll see you tomorrow online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal, but something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. There's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to libertystickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers.